lovely ducklings. We are back. I'm Julia. And I'm Emily. We are we're doing speak on it sis we came back for another episode are you proud of us we did it it took a while but here we are baby question isn't it just oh yeah it is because we changed the name but we recorded it a long time ago so now it's just speak on it um how are you doing this week emily um, I'm okay. It's super hot, which I do not enjoy. I'm looking forward to, you know, some lovely fall weather if we survive until fall. But other than that, I'm holding in Oh, there. yeah, How it is really doing? hot. I'm doing pretty good. I just came off my diet and I started eating kind of unhealthy again. And let me tell you, it's been such a joy. I've eaten dessert every single day this week. And... I have no cares to give about it. I feel great. I'm a little bit lactose intolerant still, but you know what? That's okay. I wholeheartedly support that, you know, especially right now. Who really cares? It all might just go up in flames. So just absolutely true. And also, I have an update from last episode's little update time. I completed the marathon. I binged all four seasons of Lucifer on Netflix with no breaks. Actually, I took like little Beyonce homecoming breaks in the middle, but I made it all the way through. I finished it in a week and it is a wonderful, wonderful show. It's so good. Like, don't get me like, don't get me wrong. I love the Lord. As much as the next girl. But this show is another level. It's so good. It has crime. It has Bible stuff. It has romance. It also has jokes. What more could I ask for? It's a great show. Really? What more could I you know. ask for? My, my training regimen worked out. Um, I started with a nice Avatar The Last Airbender. Those episodes are only 20 minutes long, so it was an easy binge. Then I worked my way up to the 40 minutes that are Lucifer episodes. And here we are. We made it. Wow. I really can't think of... I haven't really been watching anything because I no longer have the attention span for that. So I just watch YouTube. I rewatched a bunch of BuzzFeed Unsolved because I was going to watch Unsolved Mysteries. And then I was like you know what? Why am I kidding myself? BuzzFeed Unsolved is superior. So I just went Absolutely. for the gold, you know? And there's actually a lot of YouTube drama that's happening right now, but we'll get into that later. Oh, the goodness. main big beef of this episode is high school advice, stuff we learned in high school, the fun stuff, the not so fun stuff. We're going to talk about it all today. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, I really don't even know what high school looks like going forward from here or what the upcoming year holds, but I think we can offer some universally applicable advice to whatever the world throws Absolutely. You, you know? If there even is high school left standing after this, <laughs> we seasoned professionals have got you on this. To my freshmen, to my sophomores, to the juniors to the seniors 
And you know what? Let's be real here. Only our friends are listening to this. It's okay. Maybe we'll reach a couple cousins out there. I don't know. But we're just going to talk about it. Okay, we are going to start with the freshman year advice because, you know, everyone's coming out of eighth grade and it's tough. It's a different world out there. It is not high school musical. So we have some hot, hot advice. My first piece of advice is before high school even starts, baby girl, get a map of your school and circle the rooms where you're going to be in, where you have class, and then like look at them, do like a little trace of where you're going to be going, look at your schedule and like run through it in your mind where you're going to go so you don't end up in the wrong room. I never walked into the wrong room in high school once because of this. And let me tell you, it saved me so much embarrassment and you need as little of that as possible because you're already embarrassing. You're a freshman. That's very true. Also, sort of piggybacking off of that, as in terms of stuff you should do, like, before you get there, I would definitely say there comes to be, like, a bit of an issue with ordering books because I feel like freshman year, I was so stressed personally. I was like, oh, my God, I don't have my books. It didn't arrive in time. Like, I waited too long to order these. Like, that was a bad idea. But by senior year, I was like, you know what? We'll have the books in two weeks. Give me a hot second. And I honestly think that's the way to go because textbooks are really expensive. And I remember showing up to like my freshman year English class and I was like, I don't have this book. And she was like, don't worry. I decided we're not reading that one this year. And I was like, I've been up, stressed, can't sleep for several nights over this book. And you're telling me that we don't even need it. So yeah, don't stress too much about the books. Obviously try to have like, the important ones but the first day is always just syllabus and people make you play weird icebreakers so like don't stress that's true and fun. on the topic of books baby girl don't bring all of them in your backpack <laughs> because you look like a, the hunchback of notre dame girl like don't bring all of them you don't even need them your first week like just chill um yeah let me see what else that is okay It's time. You're at school. It's the first day, girl. Like, you're so nervous, but it's okay. And everything is so new. Here's what you got to do. Dress so that you feel comfortable. Make make sure that you dress that you're... Cut all this out. Dress in a way that makes (laughs) you feel comfortable. And don't stockpile all the things that you think are hip before school. This is what I did. I thought that every single girl in high school was wearing Victoria's Secret. <laughs> Sorry. I thought that you cannot I thought speak. That every single girl in high school was wearing Victoria's Secret pink sweatshirts and quarter zips all the time. So I went out and bought like three long sleeve shirts and like one zip down from them. And girl, when I got there, close to no one was wearing that. And it was all about the brandy girl. But just make sure that you feel cute and then you'll be fine. Yeah. Also, I would say in addition to that, I remember like right before high school started, I went with my mom to go get like new shoes because I have a habit of wearing my shoes until they literally fall apart. And she was like, listen, got to make a good first impression. Can't go in there with holes in your shoes. 
so I went to get new shoes and I was like well shouldn't I also be getting like clothes and stuff because of dress code and she was like no listen here's what you got to do you got to first go in there like you said Julia figure out what the trends are and then buy them like buy them that weekend after because typically the first week of school I feel like is like four days or two days sometimes even it's weird so you'll have time you won't have a lot of homework don't stress go shopping after and also she was like for dress code yes certain items are taken seriously but I know our school had some really unique ones that I feel like got a little like dicey where it's like I don't really know if this counts and as a freshman obviously you're like oh my god I cannot break any rules I cannot get a singular detention so you're very paranoid about not breaking dress code and then you show up and you're like oh this isn't as big of a deal as I thought it was so you got to kind of like go in there scope out what's legal what's illegal and then that go shopping. is the truth um let's see what else okay you're sitting in your first class you're like oh my god I have no friends at all no one is my friend how do I find a friend and, you know, let me tell you, this is something that I'm struggling with myself. It's been about four years since I last made a friend. So how do you even make a friend? Talk to literally everyone in all of your classes and just see if you click with anyone at all. Like any one person in any of your classes. And I guarantee you will find a friend in one of them. Like, if there are, if you have eight classes and 30 people are in each class, that is, I'm not good at math, 240 people probably. (laughs) And if you talk to, like, let's say you only get to a nice, subtle 100 of them, you can definitely find one, probably, don't sue me if I, if you don't, but you, I have so much confidence in you, you definitely can. And on top of that, Join as many clubs, sports, organizations, all of that as possible. And just get out there and find all the friends that you can. Talk to literally every single person because you'll definitely find where you belong if you just try out a bunch of stuff. I would say join them, but also don't feel bad about dropping them once you get like more of a workload as you go through high school because like, Honestly, just stick with the ones you're really passionate about. Also, I would say for the whole like friend thing, I remember we went on like an eighth grade retreat that was like, prepare yourself for high school. You got this. Don't stress. And at the retreat, my eighth grade teacher was like, listen, I know now you're in a class like our school is small. So she's like, you're in a class of like 32 people. You have like probably like six or so like really close friends. But then you're kind of like friends with like everyone in the class. She was like, listen, that all changes. It's not going to be like that. In each of your classes, you form like tiny little groups, or at least I would find myself having like five or so somewhere in that ballpark people where I would like have an email chain going to them. Some of them you might have their number or like DM them for like tests and stuff. And like, you're kind of going to get that with each class. And while they might not be like your best friends in the entire world, you will bond through some really rough classes and tests with those people because you're like, listen, we got each other's backs. We might not really like be in the same extracurriculars, but for this class, we got each other. And like, honestly, the one thing I really missed when going distance learning was like, I miss seeing my like, you know, like my WAP group or like my AP Gov group or like English, like you form little squads. Oh yeah. Class friends are the only people that got me through graduation. You need to foster 
your class friendships because sometimes class friendships bloom into like deep like good friendships but honestly just class friends on their own are so wonderful and you have to build the squad because who else's notes are you gonna read girl like who else are you gonna laugh with Mm -hmm. in class and honestly some of my best moments from high school are with my class friends just clowning around in class like those are the most memorable times exactly also what i learned is that while it might be a little dicey and a little rebellious if you have gum and you like try to slyly sneak a piece of gum you'll make so many friends so fast because everyone's like they can oh, like, yeah. smell it because like my favorite is watermelon gum so i'd like open my backpack and the smell would like get released to the back row and soon you have people from the front row like hey back there you want to like pass a little up here I'm not sure if it was covert or not, but I know that that was the quickest way to talk to people who had never paid attention to me before. So if you're desperate, bring gum. Gum for a high schooler is like a dog for a boy on Tinder. Like (laughs) you have to have gum in order to draw the friends to you. Yeah, it's easy. It's safe. I mean will you possibly get caught yes but I've never heard of anyone really going down besides getting told to like Tara and La Basura like by a Spanish teacher or something like you won't die if you get caught with gum so if you need an easy road oh absolutely that being said though you've reached the end of your freshman year and you notice that your friend group is changing Girl, don't stress about it because friend groups change all the time. You won't be alone ever because that's just the nature of the beast. Like friend groups just shift as you guys get older. And one of the biggest things that I realized after freshman year was that classes, the schedule of people's classes completely change. And like a personal story with me, One of my friends and I, freshman year, had six out of eight classes together. I'm not even kidding. We had six out of eight classes, including off periods and stuff. And from that year on, we never had a class together again. Never had a class, never had an off period. We didn't even have lunch together after that. But I, we still talk and we're still really good friends. But our friendship just changed because we didn't see each other a lot. And you have to understand that that's okay. But at the same time, if you really like that person, you think that you're really good friends, babe, you have to just like nurture, nurture that little sprout and make it a giant freaking tree. That is very true. I would also say like the schedule thing is tricky because for some reason, freshman year, I was like all over the place. Like I only had one off period when I feel like freshman year almost everyone has two because like what are you doing you're a freshman and I didn't have classes with any of my friends like even the ones that I made through like sports or clubs I didn't have classes with them like I had lunches with them and even lunches like I remember like our weird block schedule like on some days I only had lunch with like three people so like it's manageable and honestly it was like now looking back I'm like wow I'm kind of impressed with myself that I have never had classes with most of our like core friend group or I've never had like off periods with them 
it's still fine. You will still be friends, especially if you do like other activities with them. Also, once you get to senior year and hopefully you have a tr- like good group of true friends who got to give shout out to them because I was the only one who had lunch during this one time and they had all had off and they would sit in that cafeteria with me while I ate my salad. So I didn't look like the senior who had no friends. And, you know, that's how you know you've really made it. That's the one true mm-hmm. sign of friendship. I've that decided. is really true. Okay. Speaking of schedules you it's it is a nice sunny day in july and you just got your (laughs) sophomore year schedule baby you're ready you're moving up in the ranks this is my one huge piece of advice for sophomores because to be honest with you i don't really remember sophomore year that much but don't load yourselves up too much this year because this year is the fun year in my opinion Like, Mm -hmm. if you're lucky, you just got your license, girl. You're driving around. Some of your friends can drive, but if if they can't, then you're the cool one. And you're quote-unquote stressed, but girl, you don't know anything yet about that. This is the fun year. Don't take four AP classes this year because there's going to be time for that. Now's your time to, like, really go for it. Go to In-N-Out. Go to all the dances because it's still fun at this point. And you still run on joy yeah. and ambition. You haven't lost <laughs> your your childhood spirit yet. So embrace it while you can, girl, because it's going to be a yeah. long ride. <laughs> Before junior year takes your dreams and stomps on them, like really live it up because I – even I, as a lame person who didn't get their license until senior year, like, I remember sophomore year being, like, it for some reason. Like, I don't even know what exactly made it that great, but it was, like, I think I peaked. Also, I would say going on AP classes, the best advice I ever got, and the reason why I think I remained, like, pretty even-keeled and didn't really, like, take a dumpster dive into, like, pits of stress during my time in high school was probably because someone told me she was like a former teacher and she was like, listen, do not take APs in areas like subject areas that you are not genuinely interested and passionate about. And like that at first, when I heard that advice, I was like, yeah, no, that's dumb. Like, obviously, like I only took AP history sophomore year because I'm pretty sure that's all you could take. But I was like, yeah, I like history. Like, that's obvious. But as you get up in the ranks, you will see people who are like, oh, well, like, I hate bio, but I'm taking AP bio for the credits, especially if you live in, like, a competitive area, like I would say we do, or go to a very competitive high school with people who are, like, very grade-driven and stuff like that, it will literally save your mental health, because you'll reach senior year. You might not have taken many APs, but it is very possible that you will get far better grades than the other people in your classes, because they're spreading themselves so thin to take, like, freaking calc bc or whatever just because they want to look good on their transcript and it's like no the best thing for your mental health and your gpa is to stick with the ones you are actually interested in and i will die on that hill that is my like one thing if you don't listen to anything else listen to that well you know what i did die on that hill because i really clowned myself (laughs) sophomore year i took chem honors instead of american lit honors and if you know me Oh, I am a self-professed 
lit goat. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm pretty good at English. And I thought when I was a sophomore, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be, I'm going to be a chem major because I am so good at science. Of course, I had taken regular biology and like eighth grade science before this and I aced it. But, you know, I was also at a small school, whatever. Anyways, I thought that I was going to be the next Marie Curie. And I was like, yes, Kim Honors, <laughs> I can do this. And to this day, that is the hardest class I've ever taken. I, ooh, that was a rough class. I love the teacher. Shout out, Miss Cooper. Love you. Um, but it was so hard and so difficult. And everyone in that class, no, not everyone, because I some of them I'm still friends with. A lot of the people in that class made me feel so inadequate because I was working so hard and trying so hard to get an A minus or a B plus, which to be honest with you is like a pretty good grade. <laughs> but they were like, oh, I got yeah. a 96 on this test and I didn't even study. And I was like looking at them. I, I got a 60 and I studied for four hours last night. <laughs> And it made me feel so oh, inadequate that I think it carried into a lot of my other classes and it scared me off of AP classes for a little while until junior year came around and, you know, I had to prove myself in all the APs I was taking and I realized, oh, like I can actually stand my ground in these classes. But sophomore year and that mm -hmm. class in particular set me up kind of for an extra obstacle I'm glad that I took it because it taught me like the limits of how hard I can truly work and like the results of that mm -hmm. but man I really should take Hamlet honors that class uh, first of all I loved American Lit honors like that class is great I really loved that class also I have sort of a similar experience except for I took bio honors freshman year because apparently I took like one of those challenge exams and they're like yeah you can go into honor science that class was so funny because I genuinely loved it because the teachers was one of our I'd say like our school-wide favorite teachers like she's one of the kindest people ever but what happened was I was just like not good at it and I would like study but I'd also never had to study before in my life so I was like teaching myself how to study and then I remember like the one unit I did well on was Punnett Square oh like, yeah little, like genetics things and I remember in my yearbook this very sweet teacher writes Emily this year was a little rough but you really nailed those like Punnett squares and I was like, yes, yes you did I girl did. okay yeah so, yeah all right now we're getting into the the thick of it the thickest of the thick with like 12 c's or 11 c's for 11th grade <laughs> it is junior year girl and you're nervous that's okay. You should, be. you should be. It's tough. Um, to be honest with you, I don't remember junior year that much, but that's because I have a really bad memory. But I think the biggest advice, what's the biggest advice I can give? Hmm. Okay. One, planner. Please get one. And please stay on it. Like, do your homework. Plan out your yeah. studying. The planner is your best friend. Do not fall behind 
Otherwise, you're going to get swept out to sea and it's going to be all that much harder. I think that's actually my biggest piece of advice. Don't let yourself get behind because catching up is harder than doing it when it's first assigned. Awful. It's so awful. And also, like, you may think the Reminders app will get you by. It won't do it because I, like, got lazy senior year and was like, you know what? Reminders app, here we come. And for the first time in my life, I had assignments that I was like, I honestly don't know what happened. And it could have been coupled with senioritis, but I genuinely think, like, physically crossing your assignments off does something in your brain that, like, gives you both a sense of accomplishment and keeps you on top of what you're trying to do. The other thing I recommend is the touch it once rule. If you have a task, just finish it. Like, if you're looking at a task and you're like, okay, I'm going to do half of it now, half of it later. It's just going to be unfinished because you think that you already got to it. Touch it once, get it done, and put it behind you. That's the only way to move forward, I feel like. Bro, that is so smart. I've literally never heard that in my entire career. No, literally no one told me that. That's what got me my diploma. Oh, but you know that I forgot to mention freshman year, but you could really do this. I did this all four years of high school was I remember my freshman year religion teacher was like, she literally spent like, I think half of the first semester being like, you know what, we'll get to religion, I need to teach you how to function in high school. And one of her things was if you have like calendars or like a syllabus or whatever your school is using, put it on the home screen of your iPad. Because I know so many people that still be like combing through Google Docs or like trying to go to like the school website. And it's like, No, I got it right here. I'm ready to go. And I would see people like doing like not knowing this trick in like senior year. And I was like, you haven't been clued in. So like just make stuff accessible because even though like you might be like, oh, well, it just takes me like a minute longer to find it this way. You're going to get lazy. You're going to get tired. You're going to get overwhelmed. Make things easy on Mm -hmm. yourself. And at the same time, junior year is also the time that I feel like the freedom begins because you're like, what? 16 17 your parents are finally starting to like lay off a little you probably maybe have your year most of your friends can drive but I would say like plan time for like freedom letting go partying whatever right but then also plan time to do your stuff like you have to get that done because it will come back it will come back for you Also, just another thing, I'm, like, trying to look back on junior year. I don't actually remember it being that fun. Like, obviously, there were some high points, but I think just maybe through personal experience or, like, other stuff, once you add on, like, ACT, SAT, like, all of that and, like, then, like, planning for college and then being, like, oh, my God, these grades go to college, it, like, might not be the most fun and that's okay. Also, Kind of like freshman year, I would say this is probably going to be when your friend group goes through some, like, finalizing changes, especially, like, tail end of junior year, or at least in my opinion. Like, you're going to go through some stuff. People are going to change a little. Like, whether it's in their, like, relationships or, like, their behavior, people are going to change. And it's okay during this stressful time to be like, you know what, I can't deal with that, so you're going to have to figure that out on your own. I'll be over here, like, making sure I take care of me. You know what, actually? This brings me to, like, 
I really want to take some time to talk about the summer between junior and senior year because I feel like that summer is really, really important. And I think I've been telling this to all my junior friends, let go of toxicity and like people that don't genuinely make you feel happy before senior year because college apps and the competition and the pressure and all of the feelings that go with that bring out sides of people and emphasize sides of sides of people that you wouldn't even know existed and it makes everyone the most it emphasize it takes every single quality of that person and maxes them out because there's so much pressure so if you already are not getting along with someone college apps will make it even worse so make sure you and all your relationships are as stable as they can be when you're going into this time it's like a rocket blasting off you have to make sure no screws are loose (laughs) yes and I would say on the other hand it can also because I feel like you and I personally weren't very close until like junior or even like senior year that's when it like really hit home but I feel like that's when we were like hey can you like check this essay for me like you figure out the people that like you trust with these very important decisions you'll be making and like these important assignments you'll be doing so like really some people you're going to be like wow I had no idea like we'd actually click this well and that this would work so well and then other people you're going to be like I've known you so like for so long why are you being like this yeah so people are going to change your perception of them is going to change like maybe you're just becoming aware of things that you didn't really notice in them before and now that you're like trying to make really impactful decisions you're like oh can't work with this sorry but like allow yourself to change you're not stuck in any situation like you can make decisions and I think one of the things like after a lot of reflection that I've kind of stumbled upon is that your friendships in high school become less about like trivial things and more about like really really like basically adult topics like as you get older like when you're a freshman it's like oh we have the same class like we watch the same tv show like um that type of thing but as you get into senior year especially with like college apps and kind of the future hurtling toward you it becomes more about you know what your motivation and your ambition is in life like you and I clicked really well because we kind of have the same ambition and the same type of like Mm -hmm. self-motivation and the same kind of views about the world And I think some of my other friends and I have kind of distanced because we either didn't have the same view of our own futures or the same motivation or, you know, the inability to agree or at least understand, like, each other on, like, a more adult level. And all again, that's all okay. And it's great. And it's totally normal. And honestly, it'll make you value the people that you are still close with because you can bond with them on that like deeper deeper level definitely and if you're like if we're kind of like slowly transitioning into senior year here I would say like applying for colleges reveals so much about people because I feel like I remember like we both went to like that summer like essay workshop we were like okay we're putting in the work you will come across other people who like no problem with this that's their prerogative but they're gonna be like in October and they're gonna be like honestly don't know we'll figure it out like I'm not applying early 
And like, there's nothing wrong with those decisions. The one thing I've noticed though, is it might, like, if you're a planner, like I think mm-hmm. we both are, and like, you're applying early and you're putting in all this work, it's going to be a little aggravating if you're around other people who are like, I don't know, we're just going to leave it open. You know, we're just going to go with the flow. And like, arguably, you could say as an over planner, you could be like, well, I probably need some of that. But that is not the yeah. time. Like, the, applying for colleges is the time for you to really hone into your planning skills because that's what serves you. And if someone else is not like they don't have that type of skills, that's not how they operate. That's fine, but you might not be as close as those people in this moment because you are just on different planes of this process. Yeah. And I think another note that I have, like a lot about friendships, is I have two notes down that kind of go in the same way. When you're applying for college and you're talking a lot about yourself and, you know, what you value, what you're going for, don't be friends with people or be around people that make you feel bad or invalid about anything that you're experiencing. Because if you let those thoughts kind of infiltrate your mindset, it will show up in your writing. And you don't want to have any shadow of a doubt in your writing that you are not like certain in your way or that you know what you stand for. And my other note about that is to all the seniors, it is never ever too late to go find new friends and go seize new moments. I know a lot of, I felt like that everyone already had their like established groups as seniors and like that there was no quote unquote breaking in. But what you really need, what I did at least when I was kind of feeling a little bit untethered was to go back to friends that I had had and kind of lost touch with and really gone back and like nourished and talked to them. And some of the best friendships that I have right now are with, you know, really, really old like kindergarten friends or with people Mm -hmm. with some of my class friends that I really bonded with second semester that was nowhere near you know what I was expecting but ended up turning out to be great definitely I would say if you have like I have like a few friends that I feel like it doesn't matter if I haven't talked with them in months if I'm just like sitting there and I'm like wow I'm feeling like a little lost right now if I text them I'm like hey how are you doing sorry it's been a minute and they just like jump right in those are the ones you hold on to because while they might not be the ones you're texting every day about trivial stuff, those are the ones that you're like, hey, we're both going through college applications. And even though it might have been like a hot minute, you like knew me maybe before like some drama happened or before like something else went down. You're like, I feel like you know me pretty well. Let me bounce this idea off you. So if you have anyone in your life like that, don't ditch them if you go through some <laughs> dramatic phases in high school which is okay I feel like we've all been there at certain moments but definitely I would say like don't cut off anyone who hasn't like given you an extremely valid reason absolutely I'm trying to think what's some I have a couple bits of like general advice here that's like one of them's really deep so I don't know if I want to live with that Go for okay. it. Just, I, I think we can bounce into like nonsense okay. general advice. This is one thing that I learned from an experience in high school, but it was a tough lesson to learn, but I feel like it'll do me like good in life. Don't expect people to be sympathetic towards you, but at the same time, don't hesitate to ask for help. And what I mean by this is like, if you're having a really hard time, like 
please ask for help obviously like go to therapy it's phenomenal but at the same time Mm -hmm. I feel like expecting people to be sympathetic towards you and care about what you're like going through sometimes ask too much of people like the experience I had um Emily you'll know in February what happened (laughs) um I was going Um, through a specifically really hard time and one of the people that I had expected would be sympathetic towards it and like understand what was happening did not come through in the way that I was expecting and left me let down on top of like a lot of other emotions that I was feeling and through that obviously I learned how to pick myself up which I think was a lesson that I was meant to learn which I'm like I'm definitely glad that I did but if you can save yourself a little bit of that heartache and be prepared to pick yourself up and kind of power through and get through it. But if you need help, obviously like ask for it, please. Yeah. I would also say, I don't know how to like word this delicately, but like everyone in high school is stressed, but I think there becomes this thing where if you start saying you're so stressed, like, freshman year or if you start being really over dramatic about like assignments and stuff and like obviously everyone's perceptions of workload and like everything is different and it's like based on you but if you like you have a good enough sense of yourself sometimes I think to know like okay like obviously I keep on going on about how this is affecting me but maybe I'm being a little over dramatic because like I need a little attention there's nothing wrong with needing attention just know that if you keep that up for a certain amount of time you might come across a real crisis in your life and people are going to be like, okay, well, you've been like complaining about stuff or like going on about this stuff for like four years. Like I kind of can't do this now. Like we got to move on here. So like definitely I would say be open to expressing your emotions. It's very important. Like find people you can lean on, but also like kind of temper yourself, be respectful of other people's needs. And like, if you are constantly dumping your issues on other people and then not there to like, kind of help them with their problems too there might come a day where you're actually going through something genuine and someone's like listen I've heard you complaining about like how someone didn't like let you sit with them at lunch or like how this teacher is mean to you for like so long that like I just can't do you're the girl who cried a tent kind of balance yeah basically and you do not want to be her that kind of like now that you're saying that it brings me into my deep deep hatred for like burnout culture Which is, like, Mm -hmm. when everyone is bragging, like, oh, I'm so stressed. Oh, my God, no, I'm more stressed than you. Like, and it becomes, like, stress becomes, like, a Gucci bag or something. Like, don't let yourself get caught up in that. Because being stressed, being overworked, being, like, so completely run down is not something to be, like, proud of. Like, yes, you're working hard, but it, like there are other ways to show that you work hard. And the first I think is to, to show not tell and be proud on your own of what you've accomplished because everyone's like idea of working hard is different. Right. So if you're proud of what you did, people know you worked hard. Yeah. Like also kind of going off of that. Don't be afraid to be proud. Like I know there's this thing about like being humble, but like you're going to like go through a lot. And I still have like, this one essay from junior year because I remember it was when my like writing style really clicked 
am I going to do anything with that essay about Oedipus? Probably not. Do I still like to hold on to it and be like, wow, this is the moment I kind of figured out like what my take on writing is? Yes, because I'm like proud of it. I don't think there's anything wrong, especially in our like kind of like, I don't know. I always think of that scene in Mean Girls where she's like, you're like really pretty. And then she's like, thanks. And then she's like, so you agree? You think you're really pretty? I'm like, that sums up like high school in general, how people are going to be like, oh, you're really smart, but don't go around thinking you're too smart. Like own your strengths. Don't be too loud about it, but also like be confident enough in yourself to defend you like yourself if anyone comes around questioning you. You know what? I actually have one of my highest scoring essays too. I kept it. My English teacher wrote Wow, we're just great people. Yeah, my English teacher wrote on it, This is your own magnum opus, which I was like, Oh my god, like he said it was good. <laughs> so basically the lessons don't be afraid to be a little pretentious with your Absolutely. Essay. Use thesaurus.com, but not Spark Notes. We're not sponsored. I use Schmoop because I was like, they make funny references. <laughs> Schmoop. I enjoy. Yeah, it's a funny name. You can have a little fun with it. Okay, what up? I was trying to think of any other... Oh, I did have one piece of very random nonsensical advice. Because I was looking back on pictures of freshman year. Do not go in there trying too hard. In fact, my number one rule would be to set the bar in your, like, appearance so low. Because I remember freshman year, I would wear, like, purple eyeshadow. And I would wear, like, makeup every day. And then come senior year, I would never wear makeup because then I would go to school with like a singular coat of mascara on and like random people in my classes would be like, wow, Emily, something's different today. And I'm like, yeah, I put in the bare minimum of effort that you've all been doing this entire time. So really like prepare yourself for that because I feel like junior year rolls around and most people that have been like doing their hair every morning or like doing their makeup every morning are like, no, 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 we don't have time for that. So beat them to the punch and just, you know, really set the standard. You have to make your glow up inevitable. Exactly. Like, it's always coming. You have to make it something that will happen naturally. Like, you know, I was actually, I had a moment this weekend where I looked, I was in riding shotgun with my hair undone in the front seat of his car. (laughs) Sorry, that's a very singular reference. I was riding shotgun in my mom's car. My mom was driving me to the mailbox. And I looked in the, like, side window, and I looked at myself, and I was like, wow, I have glown up so much in the time that we have not been in school. If I had, like, hit my hair and makeup this hard at school, it would have been over. Like done Mm -hmm. book closed and I was like dang I really should have put in the work but then looking back uh, I feel like it's like a double-edged sword like yeah you could be like wow but the only way you give yourself that power to like show up with like makeup and your hair done is if you don't make that the standard because I know many people that would like wear makeup and stuff and then they'd show up with like out mascara and I was like oh you look like really different like not to hate on anyone do whatever you want but like I feel like it just definitely 
you can notice an opposite effect. You know what? If you're the person who's showing up with like false eyelashes and then you no longer are that person because life happens. This just reminded me of a a life hack that I heard in like sophomore year because that was the age of like all the back to school YouTube videos, right? You know, the classics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they do that anymore. Do the youths do that? Anyways, I was watching this video right before homecoming. I was like, okay, how do I make my homecoming glow up, like, so good? And this tip stuck with me for years. It is. Are you ready? This might, like, sift the time. Yeah, I'm scared. Dress purposely bad for the two weeks before homecoming. So when you get there, you look so much better. You know what I just thought of? What? I thought of when you showed up to English in that tie-dye shirt and striped <laughs> pants, and you just looked at me and were like, I don't know what happened. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Wasn't that around homecoming no. too this year? Or was it something else? You know what? It actually might have been homecoming. The story around this is I have oh God. I wore these the striped Brandy Melville pants and I have this gray sweatshirt that's the same color as them. So I was like, oh, I should be fashionable and wear them together. It'll match, right? I didn't pay attention to one, the weather app, or two, the shirt that I was wearing under my sweatshirt. So when it got to be like 85 that day in like October, I had to take mm-hmm. my sweatshirt off. But I remembered I was wearing my pajama shirt underneath, which was a tie-dyed 10-year-old Pizza My Heart shirt. And I was wearing striped pants in a Pizza My Heart shirt that was old, tie-dyed, gross, my mom's, and it was a full-scale mess. But it was honestly one of my favorite moments. It was pretty entertaining. I also was just thinking back and I remember like freshman year I had like a lot of jackets like jackets were kind of my thing but I like did the reverse of my makeup with my clothing and that in my clothing I dressed like a like 25 year old grad student who is like on her way to a coffee shop just constantly so like when I would show up wearing a sweatshirt people were like are you okay yeah are you sad today and so now I'm like okay you gotta apply it to both like you gotta go full out with both clothing and makeup giving everyone a very low expectation you either have to serve to your most or not at all like you're either a hundred dollar glass of wine or like free water Mm -hmm. and the choice is yours the choice is yours so to sum this whole thing up high school is a wild ride and you know what I feel like the biggest piece of advice that I can give is just stay true to yourself the whole time. Don't try to change for anyone else. Um, Don't try to dress a certain way or act a certain way to fit into a group because sometimes the grass seems greener, but you know what is really green all the time? You being yourself, and that's great. Yeah. I would also, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like that's the, like, core of it. Also, at the end of the day, like... It's high school. It's four years. You're going to be going places. People are going to go other places. And all of a sudden, these people that you've dealt with your entire life, you're like, oh, we're going to be living in different states. So it will always 
get better question mark and you know what if you goof it really bad just go out of state Mm -hmm. just leave just please yep Play the country go big go like st andrews or something yes sir and then you never have to see anyone again until your 10-year reunion but you can choose not to go to that oh my gosh i need to work on my glow up for my 10-year reunion oh god i will you know i don't even know if the world will last 10 years so i yep. think give it five years and then you can start working up to the 10-year great reunion. i have five years to get my five-year reunion body right there's a five-year reunion. Yeah, right. After everyone graduates. Oh wait. No. Oh, with us. Because you, it's four years, and they have to give another year to like some of the stragglers. <laughs> you got held back. Yeah. <laughs> no, that definitely makes sense. I feel like the like I don't know if you would call this an unfortunate or fortunate like effect of this whole COVID thing. But our class is definitely, like, there's going to be heat on the reunions. Like, there's going to be, like, an expectation to bring it. Oh, yeah. Because, like, we lost, like, three months. So they're going to be, like, you got to bring it to this All or nothing, baby. Which is kind of unfortunate, but whatever. Yep. Well, that's all we have for this episode. I'm glad to hear that, like, two of you are listening, which is honestly a joy. We had 12 listeners. No, we did I'll have you know. Yes, we did. Thank you, babies. Don't know when that started, but okay. And you know what I just realized? We didn't even get to the real, like, YouTube drama, but we can save that for another day. Oh, yes. Yes, we can. Actually, I don't know much about that, so I don't feel qualified yet. Oh, I'll send you some videos. Okay. I can help you get educated. That's all we got. Listen in next week or so-ish, maybe, for a new episode. Thank you.